Much of his work was humdrum and routine, but Todd had clearly been looking for an opportunity to show his worth, and by the look of it, he had decided that today was the day. Todd was standing next to an Afghan in a black dishdasher, with an AK-74 slung across his back. Initially, Shepard was more interested in the weapon than the Afghan. Its orange plastic furniture and magazine made it easy to identify as the updated and improved version of the ubiquitous AK-47, and it was an unusual weapon for an Afghan to be carrying. As Shepard and Geordie walked over, the Afghan turned to look at them. He had the hook-nosed profile, sun and wind-burned skin, and dark beard and hair of a typical Afghan. But he had a distinguishing feature that Shepard noticed at once. Though his right eye was hazel, the pupil of his left one was a strange milky white, almost opalescent colour. Todd was haranguing two armed guards at the entrance who appeared to be refusing to allow the captain and the Afghan into the compound. I'll have you on a charge for this. I'm warning you, said Todd. What's the problem, Captain? Geordie said. This guard is refusing to let us into the compound, Todd said, flicking his hair from his eyes. Geordie grinned. That's probably because you've got an armed and unknown Afghan with you, he said. He didn't call the officer sir. That was the SAS way. No saluting and no honorifics, though the major was always referred to as boss. This man is Ahmad Khan, a surrendered enemy personnel, said the captain. Well, that doesn't carry too much weight in these parts, said Geordie. I can tell you from my own experience that SEPs are like junkies. They're only with you long enough to get their next fix. Cash, weapons, whatever, and then they're gone again. With respect, Captain, no experienced guy would trust an SEP as far as he could throw him. Todd glared at the medic. This man has vital intelligence I need to put before the boss, and I am not going to exclude him from the compound just because of your prejudice against SEPs and perhaps Afghans in general. Shepard could see that Geordie was close to giving the officer a piece of his mind, and while he preferred not to get involved, he figured that he should at least try to defuse the situation. It's not about prejudice, he said, choosing his words carefully. It's based on bitter experience. We've had more than our fair share of green on blue attacks out here. He pointed at the Afghan's rifle. One is carrying a loaded AK-74. Only the top guys in the Taliban carry them. So he's not some tribesman picking up a few extra dollars for fighting the Farangi invaders. He's one of their leaders. Two, this is a secure compound. Not even a Brit would get in here without being vetted or vouched for. And yet, you're trying to bring an armed Taliban fighter in here. Geordie pointed a finger at the officer. The thing is, Captain... You're not only jeopardising the safety of everyone here, but you'd better watch your own back, because I'd take odds that he'd rub you out if he thought he could get away with it. Your comments are noted, Todd said, barely keeping the fury from his voice. Now step aside. The O.C. needs to hear what he has to say. The two guards, both paratroopers, stood their ground, their weapons in the ready position. With the greatest of respect, Captain, they're not going to let you in while your SEP has a loaded weapon, said Shepard. 
but if he unloads his weapon and leaves the magazine and his ammunition belt with the guards, he can probably be allowed into the compound. He can pick them up again on his way out. Ahmad Khan looked at Todd for guidance, then shrugged and began unloading his AK-74, but he glared at Shepard, clearly unhappy. Do you speak English? Geordie asked the Afghan. Enough, said the man, handing his ammunition belt and magazine to one of the paratroopers. What's your name? Ahmad Khan. Well, Ahmad Khan, you'd better be on your best behaviour while you're here, because we'll be watching you. The Afghan smiled. Though I scare you, soldier, is that it? He nodded slowly. Yes, I can see the fear in your eyes.